It's Thursday, September 21, 2017. Some areas could be without power for four to six months. Hurricane Maria devastates Puerto Rico. The nation's president warned every minute counts to save lives. Hundreds dead in second Mexico earthquake in two weeks. California cities sue the fossil fuel industry for climate change damages, plus... We must move forward, we must continue advancing, because climate change is not stopping. French President Emmanuel Macron takes the lead, rallying the United Nations on climate action. All of those rallies and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and... Snarky comment. I've never seen winds like this in Puerto Rico. You take a look at what's happening there, and it's just one after another. I know. Who could have predicted it, Mr. President? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, the deadly hurricane season continues to continue. Yes, it does. In the Caribbean, Hurricane Maria made a direct hit on Puerto Rico as a powerful Category 4 on Wednesday, the strongest storm to hit the U.S. island territory since 1932. And the third strongest storm to ever hit the U.S. It caused extensive flooding and knocked out power to 100% of the island's electric grid. The mayor of San Juan said infrastructure and electrical grid repairs could take four to six months. Puerto Rico is already grappling with a deep financial crisis and faces more than a billion dollars in damages from Hurricane Irma alone. The economies of all of these Caribbean island nations hit by Irma and Maria are reliant on tourism and full recovery will take years. Well, no worries. I'm sure the Republicans in Congress will be happy to send disaster aid to the U.S. territory of Puerto Rico. The Washington Post reports that 2017 has already had more than a year's worth of named storms based on the long-term average, and we are only midway through hurricane season. Mm. What's remarkable about the Atlantic hurricanes of 2017 is both their intensity and how rapidly they're intensifying, getting really bad really fast. According to the acting deputy director of the National Hurricane Center, 2017 has seen more frequent rapid intensification events than usual. Hurricane Maria may also also have set a record for rapid intensification for an Atlantic storm. Meanwhile, a second powerful earthquake in two weeks rocked central Mexico as a 7.1 that followed an even larger 8.1 quake that hit the nation's west coast. Tuesday's earthquake has killed more than 200 people, mostly in collapsed buildings, with the death toll expected to rise. Now, there's a common thread here in the impact of these disasters, and that's why we focus on infrastructure and building codes. Because building codes and well-designed, resilient infrastructure can mark the difference between life and death, both during and in the dangerous aftermath of a disaster. Both play a crucial role in every community's ability to recover from future disasters, including the accelerating impacts of climate change. This latest earthquake hit on the 32nd anniversary of the 1985 earthquake that killed some 10,000 people in Mexico City. And while the death toll for this latest one is expected to to rise to as many as 1,000, it could be the building codes that have changed since 1985 
that ended up saving a lot of lives. And not speaking of climate change was U.S. President Donald Trump. In his first ever address to the United Nations General Assembly this week in New York, Trump had plenty to say about rogue nations that put the rest of the world at risk, Mm. but nothing about the growing threat of climate change. However, French President Emmanuel Macron, in his first address to the United Nations, subtly criticized Trump's decision to withdraw the U.S. from the Paris Climate Agreement. He said that voluntary agreement is not negotiable. Humankind must defend itself by protecting itself. That agreement is not up for renegotiation. We will not backtrack. We will continue to implement the Paris Agreement. Macron is allocating 5 billion euros for climate action in France, and he called on cities and states around the world to do their part in transitioning away from fossil fuels. To that end, California Governor Jerry Brown at the Climate Week side conference in New York announced that the U.S. Climate Alliance, a coalition of 15 states, including New York and California, is on track to cut their carbon emissions 25 percent by 2025. Brown encouraged other nations to hold fast to their commitments, saying, quote, other countries ought to listen. The U.S. is in all the way on the Paris Accord. Just not our president, but let's not mention that. Finally, on Wednesday, San Francisco and Oakland, California, became the first major U.S. cities to sue the fossil fuel industry over climate change. Their suit alleges that oil, gas, and coal producers not only caused the greenhouse gas emissions driving rising sea levels, but did so knowingly. And it seeks to hold the industry accountable for billions of dollars in property damages caused by rising seas now and in the future from flooding and coastal erosion. We sure are counting on the judiciary to save this country and this world a whole lot of late, aren't we? I'll take what we can get. Indeed. For much more on all of those stories and many that we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. The more you ignore me, the closer I get.